Good morning, everybody, and Baruch Haba Shabbat. Shabbat is right around the corner, so let's prepare for Shabbat. It's great. And take 10 deep breaths of beautiful, crisp, fresh air. That sky is blue. The sun is shining. It's shining for us. So it's, ready, it's getting us ready to have a great, happy, and successful Shabbat and every day. So right now, it's a special day today, real special, because we are, we are reliving and celebrating, actually it was Thursday, the 22nd yard site of the great Gaon, the great giant, Rabbi Avigdor Miller. Ah, we have to remember him all the time. What, what, what he's doing for the world today is something unbelievable. I had the great good fortune of meeting Rabbi Avigdor Miller in 1984. I met him in uh, Rabbi Diamond's Kolel. It wasn't him that I met. I met his cassette tapes. And I, so I met them, and I put them in my car, and I couldn't believe my ears and my head. I couldn't believe what I was listening to because it was from another planet, from another world. It just touched my heart, and it made me want to get more and more and more, be a mevakesh, be a seeker. And I was. And that summer I listened to, I don't know, 15, 20 tapes, and I was already uh, addicted. I was hooked, so to speak, addicted to the best medicine in the whole wide world. That's the hashkafa. That's the outlook of the great rabbi for going, bringing it in from Slabadka in Lithuania. Now, the rabbi, just in short, rabbi was born in 1908 in Baltimore, Maryland. So he's a local fellow. He's not born in uh, Europe somewhere. Right here, Baltimore, Maryland. And and the rabbi went to uh, he went to school over here. He went to public school. Then he went to. Um, he had, he had, a, he, he had a, a, a rabbi uh, giving him teaching as well. And then he went to um, university. He went to, um, uh, he, he went to uh, uh, Yeshiva University. Rav Yitzhak Elchanan, actually. And he learned over there. And now the rabbi, I had the, uh, the great good fortune of, um, of uh, meeting the rabbi. Um, after that whole summer, I went and knocked on his door. I built up the guts and knocked on his door. I never met him before. So um, he answered the door and he said, yes, can I help you? And that was the beginning of uh, an extended love affair with the rabbi for, uh, for 17 years. 17 years, 17 glorious years. I sat in front of the rabbi every Shabbat when he taught the Agadita Shi'ur. That's the vitamins of the Gemara, the Agadita of the Gemara. He taught it every Shabbat. I sat right in front of him, directly in front of him. In fact, um, he never called on anybody in that shiur. It wasn't a question and answer like a Thursday night shiur. It was straight, a straight lecture, and uh, and it was gorgeous, beautiful. And um, at the end of the lecture, he would just say, good Shabbos, give everybody a bit of ha. Um, but again, he very rarely, if ever, uh, asked for questions. But, but uh, in the last couple of few years of his life, he started to look at me, and he would repeat what he said three times, and he would say, Mr. Gindi, or he would say, he said, could you... Could you repeat what I just said here to everybody? I was shocked, of course. This went on for uh, the, um, once a month, then twice a month, then every, then, then every week. By then, it was, I was uh, nervous to a frazzle. And uh, then he called me twice in the same day. By that point, I had to change my seat because I was going to have to call the Hatzalah because I was uh, gone. And this was, right again, right before he passed away. It was getting accelerated before he passed away. So, but what I'll tell you like this, the last, so I had to change my seat, which I did. And the last Shabbat that he, uh, that he spoke, he, I was in the back of the, of the shul. He didn't see me, so he didn't call on me. And he said the following. First of all, the lecture was over, over, completely over. And, um, and, and, and usually at that point, he just says, good Shabbos, see you next week, so to speak. But this time he did something very unusual that he never did. That never did. Usually he stopped for a minute and then he said the following. 
I want you to know something very important. Don't think you're ever coming back to this world again. This is the only chance, the best chance you're ever going to have. And that was, that's how he ended it. And he never came back. That was the last Shabbat of his life. The last Shabbat that I heard him speak anyway. And it's as if, of course, certainly that he knew it. But uh, that was the shocker. Now, a couple other stories I'll tell you quickly. One is, um, at one time he had a heart problem. He had a, a regular heartbeat or, or something like that, a heart problem. And the doctors, and he didn't want to go to the, he wasn't ready to go to, to the hospital. And his wife was very, very nervous. She called me up, said, Mr. Gindy, please, he don't want to go. So I called up his grandson. He says, no, when he's good and ready, he's going to go. Which is the next day he went to my monitor's hospital. He went to get a, then he said he needed a pacemaker, a, a valve replacement, and uh, some other thing on his heart which he took care of it. Now, when he got out of the hospital, he told his son, uh, Reb Lazer Miller, who told me, he said, I want you to know I never needed the operation. He said, but Pa, the doctor said you needed the operation. What do you mean you never needed it? He goes, no, 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 I never needed it. I only took the operation to, because my wife, Mrs. Ethel Miller, was nervous. And I didn't want her to be nervous because I had it under control with my mind at all times. And later on, that's an unbelievable thing to say. He had, his, he had his heart under control with his mind. I found out that Eliezer, Ebed Abraham, Eliezer, the, the, the uh, servant of Abraham, who was a giant of a man. He learned everything from Abraham. And, and, and I heard it on a tape, an old tape, that it says, Moshe al-Kol asher bo, that he was, a, he was um, in charge of everything that was inside of him. Meaning, the rabbi explained, in charge of his heart, in charge of his spleen, in charge of his liver. He was in charge of it with his mind. And the rabbi then said, on that tape, he said, and you could do it too. I don't know if it's to that extent, but your mind is in charge. Your mind is powerful. And one more story, he told us that, that, um, that um, he had a leukemia at the end of the day. At the end, he had a leukemia, a blood disease, cancer in the blood. And, and uh, he went to the doctor, said, you're going to have to have uh, chemo, chemotherapy. Okay. Doctor said, look, go for, uh, I don't know uh, how long a period of time, a week or two, come back here, we'll test it again. So that's what he did. He went back, came back and tested it again. And the doctor said, took out his chart and he wrote in the chart, miracle, miracle. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. It's a miracle. So the, so the rabbi the rabbi walked out with his son, Rablazer, and he said, and the son asked him, Pa, what goes over here? What happened? He told him the following words. I willed it away. Willed it away. I willed it away. Wow. So that's what we turn. A couple of stories were about Victor Miller. He was beyond, and he has left us a legacy. So many books you can go and read them. They're there. And the twelve books that he wrote, and then he has uh, that's in English. With books in Hebrew too, and and he has uh, twelve hundred lecture uh, recordings from his Thursday night recordings. Plus all of the Musad books are on the on the on the tapes, which you can get on the iPod. In any case. We are so happy to have had the rabbi for 17 years, in 1984 till now. We had him, and we took advantage of him, and we're still having him every day. Rabbi Victor Miller is alive and well. Shabbat Shalom.